listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8 12 15. Or you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show the old fashioned way um, via the Absolute Radio website. Bit of Asnavor early on. Hmm. We so, occasionally get a snail mail letter, don't we? An actual pen and paper letter every now and again, don't we? Yeah, we do. I get, I get the answer. Yeah, but we make Daisy the producer open them just in mm-hmm. case. Yeah, well, <laughs> Better if, safe than if sorry. If I can see lined paper through the envelope, <laughs> I panic. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we do get some uh, letters now and again. So, uh, Frank, how's your week? When's the last time you had a telegram? Can you send a telegram? Oh, is I've that ne- possible? I don't think I've ever had one, but I think I could probably send one if could I you? put can, my mind can to it. Can it still be? If I wanted to send you a telegram this week, how would I go about oh, that? Oh, let's send a well, telegram imagine, to someone. I'd yeah. love to do that. I imagine you would just ask your PA to sort out a telegram to the Cockrell, wouldn't you? <laughs> Surely that's how it works yeah. for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if <laughs> I wanted to, to send it. you one, it would uh, it would be an undertaking. It would have stop on it and stop. Stop. I'd have oh, to do jokes. Good. I'd have to do jokes. Oh, of course you'd have to do jokes. What about the fact that I'm old enough to remember receiving? a telegram congratulating me on my appearance in Day of the Triffids. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's old. That's um, it was quite some a relatives I, in New Zealand, they're quite behind. How anxious are you, Alan? <laughs> I feel a bit tense, yeah, I'm not going to lie. In a minute, Emily's going to realise she said that on air. <laughs> <laughs> you know we've started the show. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, but they were New Zealanders, they didn't understand. Yeah. Um, I imagine it's still the main form of communication in New Zealand. <laughs> I would imagine so, yeah. <laughs> Orchestral, I think they use. Not orchestral. <laughs> Frank, I think... That'd be a good band. Kestrel <laughs> manoeuvres in the dark. If you, um, if you start... No, not a band. Another if one you, of your brilliant ideas. If you start yeah, an, ent- did the, uh, an entertainment for all-night entertainment, you could have people, hawking people who, who illuminated the hawks and sent them out at night, and it'd be like a... Anyway, moving on. When we did cover band titles, Kestrel Manoeuvres in the in the Dark never came up, did no, it? Well, that would have been good. It would have been Alan, fabulous. Yes, dear. How much longer shall we torture him for by not mentioning the Doctor Who appearance? <laughs> the what? Because it's all he's wanted to the talk what? about for the last the what? five but, minutes. But I do, I do worry we might drive people away. Well, we could talk Actually, about we could talk you about your so, other television appearances this week. Oh, no, it's You've never been off there, have you? Let's not, uh, let's not go on and on. Yes, it was, um, it was brilliant. Well, well, you can't say that. It was brilliant. No, I mean, I mean the experience <laughs> so was brilliant. Arrogant. I don't mean that I was brilliant okay. by any means. Well, Trevor Feelgood says, I had a tear in my eye when Perkins walked off the TARDIS. Will he be back? I hope so. Mm. Well, I d- you know, people... That's one thing that happens to people who are in Doctor Who, is that every interview that they do after people ask me if they're coming back, I'm just happy just to be there once was a great joy, and that's I enough. I want to get greedy. I've had, a, I've had this conversation with a lot of women over the years. <laughs> 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 don't go on about coming back, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Can I say in an irony-free moment on the show, I thought you were absolutely brilliant. Oh. Yes. Honestly, oh. Frank, I was nervous, I won't lie. Mm-hmm. I thought you might be looking Rubbish. at your watch and sighing a bit in the background. <laughs> yeah, like... Building uh, up your part. Like, um, <laughs> Mickey, uh, Rooney. Yes. In Milton Keynes. But... You were absolutely marvellous. Mm-hmm. A star is born. Maybe I think you might go to Hollywood. I think you'll get <laughs> offers after this. Frankie goes to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> what about if they rung up, like the Expendables? No, you I and David could I th- be in that? I, th- I, th- I think the Undateables might ring up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, Have I, you had offers? I think you will. No, I don't think, really. Remember you're watching through the eyes of love. Okay. Oh. 
That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Download that for me. My <laughs> best review. My best review of the week was as I left mass on Sunday morning. I heard the priest say, "Oh, there's Doctor Who's friend." <laughs> 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 oh, I loved it. What about Frank? There, I got quite obsessed by it. And I, after I watched it, so I wanted to find out more information about your character. Maybe you're not going to be obsessed oh, with Doctor no. Who. I know. Well, I looked up, and on uh, BBC iPlayer, there was a whole section called "It's Perkins." <laughs> What's that? Honestly, oh, really? Do you know about that? I, I miss that. It's Perkins! Exclamation <laughs> mark. It has all your characteristics. It says he's sharp with a dry sense of humour, uh. and it refers to your canniness. Oh, yeah, my canniness. But you turned yeah. down the big job, didn't you, in the show? Yes, which, um, yeah, was tricky, because when I read it for the first time, obviously I didn't know it was coming, so they mm -hmm. said, oh, well, why don't you come and join me on, and I thought... <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I said, nah, you're all right. No, you're all right, as Ringo Starr once said to a mate of mine who asked him for an autograph. <laughs> no, you're all right. <laughs> no, I don't think you understand it, Ringo. I actually want... <laughs> Oh, it's a funny old world. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 151 mm. has pointed out Perkins has been my favourite could-be companion. He was actually of use to help the Doctor, unlike most other companions. Yeah, right. I like mm. that about your character. And that was genuine acting, wasn't it? Because it's not well, that long ago. Not too far. It's not that long ago that you were saying that you uh, didn't help someone carry a table up some <laughs> stairs, and then and there you are helping him fix a quite complicated bit of kit. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, there is there That's is acting, that. That's acting, isn't it? You're right. Yeah, I did. I did join in a bit. I understood I quite a lot of it as well, because I always worry. This is my issue mm. with Doctor Who: is there's too many flux capacitors or whatever, and I won't understand it. Yes, they fixed all those last series. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> When I saw it on the train, I've never been so happy. They all had lovely 30s outfits, that foxes were singing. I thought, this is lovely, nice <laughs> champagne glasses. Actually, then yeah. some space thing happened, and I thought, oh, no. Yeah, then there's a lot, a lot of hairy scientists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that bit. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, it, I, uh, they brought out two posters last week. One was the Radio Times thing, which you could download. Mm. And uh, the other one was... Um, the, the show sort of brings one out every, every week. Yeah. And uh, they're both already framed on my wall. Oh, <laughs> less that was than quick. A Less nice. than a week <laughs> later. Yeah, oh, waste time. Pronto print indeed. Was it? <laughs> hey? Talk pronto. About, talk about showing your age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, Frank, the mummy was scary. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was scary. It was. It's funny that um, sort of having tea and biscuits with him. Oh, yes, really? Did he have his legs crossed? Please tell me he had his legs <laughs> crossed. Catering. Saying, it's a great little theatre, actually, <laughs> yeah, love. Exactly, it was cigarette. <laughs> yes, it was, I must say, I had it. <laughs> no, he was more sporty than that. Anyway, can I... T I read some reviews. Why uh -oh. did you do that? I, because it's I never read reviews, me. and I thought this would be a new experience. But, um... Can I say they were largely... I'll admit, they were yeah. largely very positive and lovely, and that's great. And we've also had lots of nice emails and texts, and thank you very much indeed. Lots and but, lots, yeah. of course, it is the nature of comedy. There's no point reading out a good review, so I want to read out a couple of... Uh, oh, you're not going to... Uh... Can I just tell you this one? Uh, Frank Skinner plays Frank Skinner in a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and another bloke said that I was like <clears throat> Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. And I, he, meant that. he meant that as a bad thing. Oh, Right. So I think the idea is I got the accent wrong. 
<laughs> you have worked on it for a long time, though, eh? I love Dick Van Dyke. Mm, yeah. I, I, I'd be happy with um, what I call DVD extras. <laughs> More well, Dick Van Dyke. 113 <laughs> said, I don't normally watch Doctor Who. Right back mm. at you. Um, but because you were starring, I did. And when you said you were the chief engineer, I was very proud because I'm also a chief engineer. <laughs> oh. As you know, we make the wheels of the world go round. Well done, you were brilliant. There you Thanks. Go. That's exciting. Isn't I it? was hoping I'd unearth a few uh, chief engineer <laughs> supporters. <laughs> that is brilliant news. One of these posters, by the way, uh, Jenna Coleman isn't mentioned. It says, uh, Mommy on the Ex- Express, starring Peter Capaldi and Frank Skinner. <gasps> oh, it's some sort of civil partnership. Oh, <laughs> I think that was uh, that must have slipped through, that one. But um, can I just tell you this? And I know adverts are on the way. Don't worry if you're waiting for them. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I went to eat this week, and I got a, a, a fruit uh, cocktail kind of thing. Oh, and I love it was, that story. It was called... Uh, <laughs> It was called Carrot, Mango and Lime. I'm just talking about Billings now. Carrot, Mango and Lime. And when I looked up the contents, it said Carrot, Mango, Lime and Apple Juice. And I thought, what a crap agent Apple Mm. Juice must have. (laughs) Not to not get on the main label. Yeah. That's a lesson for us all. Try Avalon. (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what I did this week. I told a, a joke. I, I mean, like told an old joke. You know when people say two blokes went into a pub. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I feel do. sick and I leave the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, I absolutely hate jokes. Is it, is it broadcastable? Jokes. Are we allowed I to hear? I hate it? jokes. <laughs> do you hate? Yeah. It's my worst thing ever. It's something I forgot. <laughs> it's completely faded out of my life. That um, telling a joke like that. A joke that already exists rather yeah, than your own yeah. ones. Yeah, I mean, mm. I completely acknowledged. I don't. I, I, did, I wasn't selling <coughs> it as my own. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, it's, also, it's not quite. It, it's not quite two blokes went into a pub. It's in. It's in the the first person. You how does it start? It doesn't start. Did you hear the one <coughs> about? That's how they all. Well, start. I think it's the it's the best joke ever written. But oh, it's yeah. it's a it's been ruined by um, the modern age. Oh. Because, um, I must have said this to you before, because it's a joke I, I, uh, I have... Oh, do you know, I actually for. felt a little wave of nausea in my stomach. <laughs> well, I, I won't. Shall I not <laughs> tell it? No, tell it. Okay. Oh, well, you can't build it up as the best it's very joke quick. ever It's very quick. It's the one, um, I went out with a mermaid once. Oh, great, yeah. Great figure. 36, 24, 3 and 6 a pound. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, that joke has been ruined. Why? Because 3 and 6 a pound is, uh... A little arcade. It's no longer metric. And I've tried um, modernising it, mm-hmm. but now. How long did you spend on that? <laughs> I suppose uh, me and a team of writers <laughs> went away for a month to Antigua. Uh huh. <laughs> and uh, we just we did we never got there. No, <laughs> we got to Antigua, but we did we didn't get to. Don't get you mean program associates? <laughs> of course. Well, the thing is, what you need to do is. Um, you need to get the word because of the the price of fish. Now you need to get mm-hmm. the word pound into the price of the fish, and once you've got, it's like two pound a pound. It's it's you've killed mm-hmm. it. What a shame! It's not worth it. Also, for a joke. mermaids that you know, they're not so upfront now in popular culture. That's true. Yeah. Last someone... time I saw what I got They've a free one. back seat somewhat, haven't they? Well, that must mermaids. be difficult. It must be. Um, Did you tell especially jokes, in, in, Alan? A, in a two door car. I want to know if Alan tells jokes. No, not really. No, what's no. That? It's, it's a skill that's disappeared. 
Yeah. You say skill. And I tell my own sometimes, and even those are often... Do you, you know, tell your own in to company? Certain, certain people are sentences. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no. Not, okay. Not really. You no. don't go, hold on, here's one of mine. <laughs> no, oh. no. If someone said to me, okay, I've got a joke, I honestly, honestly would rather they went to the bathroom on my carpet. <laughs> honestly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What, have you got a flying carpet? <laughs> there you go, with your jokes. Yeah. No, but that's all But right. it's dark, though, isn't it? That's, fi- that's fine, because you're funny in conversation. Yes. If you can't be funny within the conversation, get out. OK. <laughs> good time my, uh, my brother, is, he, he likes telling a joke, our Keith, and he, um, he has a, a link, so if he's got a joke to tell, he's going to tell it. So he'll, he'll say, oh, I went... I went and, uh, if I said to him, I was on Doctor Who the weekend, mm. he'd say, oh, it's like that bloke, isn't he? He uh, went into a pub and blah, blah, and he just tells <laughs> the joke. <laughs> so he makes it feel like conversation, but he doesn't make it... He doesn't try that hard, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. And in comes the joke. I just forgot. I forgot the thrill of it. It's, a li- it's like doing a cover version. You know what I mean? It's... it's, it's yeah. Uh, and and I've, that's the nice thing about it, because often you do your own jokes and you're not sure about them, but if you do an old joke, there's love in it, that's why you're doing that joke. Do you know what, I, th- I feel like this about cover bands. When you see a cover band be brilliant and you go, oh, wow, that's amazing, it sort of dawns on me whenever I see a really good cover band that it's deeply arrogant to only <laughs> play your own songs, isn't it? Because you're basically going, these are better than all of the ones that we could have picked for you. <laughs> I don't like the sound of this. I, I feel you're <laughs> moving towards uh, justifying comedy writers. <laughs> Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Now, I'll tell you who we need to talk about today is uh, you too, Frank. I'll see. Ah. Yeah, because this was this big story this week. They've been eating humble pie. Yes. I never thought that would happen. No. Yep. They've actually apologised. Poor Kate. Exposed. Um, yes, she, um, they, um, we, um, if you remember, I, um, played, those of you who listen to this show live, I played, um, you two last week, and in the middle of it, I, uh, interrupted and spoke over a record, uh, which is something I've never done before, basically to get my own back for the way they interrupted my yes. iTunes. I had something <laughs> of the feel of the abdication announcement. <laughs> yes. Um, I think people thought it was a news... They thought the Queen had gone. There's a lot of people holding their breath at home. <laughs> <laughs> but now it was just me messing about. I was interviewed this week on a, uh, a radio station uh, called The Bee. Have you ever heard of it? No. no. I, I hear there's a buzz about it, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. uh, And... Uh, I was, I was interviewed by the breakfast DJ, and he asked me about um, what I thought about the uh, iTunes uh, U2 thing. And I said, oh, well, I, I played a record last week by U2, and then in the middle of it, I interrupted to get my own back. And he said, oh, I'm having that. No. He, he did. didn't. He did, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> he actually said, oh, I'm, I'm going to steal that idea. Oh, well, at least he's more honest about it, rather than just I'm having it, as if it's a thought he's had. Yeah, and he's a very nice bloke on that, but I did say, you know I hate it when people say that, I think you should be more original and go out on your own. I, I bet that created a nice atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, it, mm. it, it went a little bit downhill <laughs> yeah. after that, but... Um, well, you know how that happens yeah, in your life. I, maybe I overreacted. If you're listening, Rob, sorry about that. Yeah. But, you know... You shouldn't be waspish yeah. on the bee. Nah, but yeah. No, Can you stop do. doing jokes? <laughs> sorry. But, uh, you know... You have to be told. What about what Bono said? 
He put it down to... I like this. He said it was a drop of megalomania, a touch of generosity. We had this beautiful idea and we got carried away with ourselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like a drop of megalomania. It sounds like a cocktail, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> like there, should be, there should be a cocktail with a drop of megalomania in it. They've I got think, a hotel in Dublin, haven't is. they? They could sell it. They have got... I've stayed at that hotel. The oh, Clarence, nice. I believe it's nice. called. They could sell that. I went up to... They showed me the... There's a, there's a suite on the top floor, which is like... I don't know what it is. Well, I've seen Several there. grand a night. Have you, have you yeah, stayed at... You haven't stayed in that room, have you? Of course I have. <laughs> have you? No, I haven't. There's a, hot, there's a hot tub up there. Oh, there's a grand piano. Oh, yeah. I mean, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, but it's, it's a nice hotel, fair play to them. But I was very miffed about them interrupting my iTunes. And then, this is something that happened to me. Mm. I was hosting um, Have I Got News For You this week. Oh, you better um, be And we were, we were um, rehearsing mm-hmm. um, in the studios. It's called London Studios on the Thames. And suddenly this really loud music came. And I said, <laughs> what's... What is that? In the middle of a rehearsal, we got music. And it was you too. Um... <laughs> Rehearsing in the next studio. So they've done it wow. again. They've done it live to me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I've never had that happen before when the sound of something so loud from another studio has come bleed. through. Yeah, and they, they call do- it in the industry. They're quite loud as well. They, they, were, they were doing Graham Norton and they were... Yes, uh, yeah. yes, they were. Well, he also get said, out of my life, you two. <laughs> he also said the blood, sweat and tears of some Irish guys are now in your junk mail. I've already got enough of those in my junk mail. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear that in the current climate. <laughs> my favourite thing was he said that we had this beautiful idea and we got carried away with ourselves and he said, artists are prone <laughs> to that kind of thing, which is just <laughs> such a brilliant way of going, you guys, you make normal, everyday little mistakes. You make admin yeah. mistakes, you put the wrong <laughs> thing in the wrong column, but we made a massive PR disaster mistake because we're special. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, my first thought was, oh, artists are prone to that. Uh, have you got an easel? <laughs> well, no, I don't actually have it. No, well, thank you. Goodbye. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, I did some of this week. Well, I had a couple of things which really took me back. First of all, I found someone, and uh, there's this noise, and I thought, what is that? It's an engaged tone. <laughs> oh, oh wow. I love that. I can't remember the last time <laughs> I heard an engaged tone. It completely... I mean, I don't normally dabble in the landline world as, as it is, but honestly, I'd forgotten what it sounded like. So it was a landline you were ringing, obviously. Yeah. Is that, is that what the I'm thinking tone? now, can you, can you download an app that's got an engaged oh, tone? Oh, that'd be good. Whose was it? Mobile. I bet it was David Baddiel he hasn't paid for it the voicemail. Sa- it that. was Sandy Mason. <laughs> of course it was. was it? <laughs> it was my mother-in-law. Um... Yeah, but what a lovely walk down memory lane that mm. was. Mm. I was almost glad she wasn't in just for that little... <laughs> oh, no, she what was about, in. What about when... She was in, she was in, not she was just on the phone. I well, liked it when phones... Um, she must have been then. in. You see, I, haven't, I don't even remember how it works, the engaged thing. confusing. Yeah. Unless she had it off the hook while she was oh, watching the, the telly hook. or something. That's my mum's <laughs> trick. If you phone at a certain time and you get the engaged, you think either she's on the phone to Glasgow or it's off the hook. Off the hook? I'd we do that. My, mother, that off the my hook? mother would always say, darling, can you put the phone off the hook? I don't want to talk to anyone. But so I've done that in hotels. You do it in hotels yes. thinking, uh, I don't want it to be woken up, and you take the phone off the hook, and after about five minutes it goes, <laughs> <laughs> Have you done that? It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. I've also unplugged it from the wall, thinking, well, they can't do that to me then. That's a little tip for you Or there. if you, knock it, off, I get to you knock it off doing activity or something. Oh. What's that? 
All right. No, you no when you wake up. Yeah. That'd be disgusting. Oh, I see. I, yeah. <clears throat> you mean when you reach out for the sherry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that happened to me. But what a, what a lovely thing, the engaged town. Yeah. Lovely. Memories. <laughs> we had a joke sent in. We had a joke sent in. We've don't, been talking way, don't, about... Don't send in... Um, <laughs> Jokes, generally no, speaking, it seems patronising. I mean, to I mean a two blokes show. went into a pub. Type jokes. Well, this is um, uh, from uh, David Tunnicliffe, I think. Uh, he says he's a Yorkshireman living in Sydney, Australia, uh, and uh, here's his joke. Strap in. Still need to get you two off your iTunes. Use sandpaper. It doesn't completely remove it, but I find it takes the edge off it. That <laughs> is very good. It's good. See, that's not like that's a proper he's modern. Made, I think it's a he's modern made that joke. Up. It's a modern twist on the edge, isn't it? It's the very... edge was on Graham Norton wearing a t-shirt and a beanie hat last night. I find it Pick weird. Pick a team. You're hot or you're cold. Which, <laughs> which is it? <laughs> well, he was on the edge. He's right on the edge. You of know both, that isn't feeling. He? Do you know that uh, David Bede- I, I don't think this is in David's fame show. It ought to be. What's that? But he had a he had a he had a young he had a young girlfriend. Um, he had a young girlfriend, and, he, uh, and they were at some. Yes, he, he's not a filthy creep. In fact, and uh, they were at, um, but he was then, and <laughs> and they went to, to some showbiz do, and they met. Um, well, you two were there, yeah. And the guy and uh, the Ed said to. To her, I mean, it was, a, it was a noisy sort of room, and she said, "Hello, I'm, I'm the Edge," and she said, "Reg, who?" <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a moment when uh, when he thought maybe I shouldn't have persevered with this name. Because <laughs> mm. uh, he was the rim for five years, and, yeah. uh, uh, and in the end, he was. Uh, w- they had a stylist in a top to mouth. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Lewis Bolter has tweeted us, Frank. Mm. And we've also had, I should say, a significant number of tweets this morning saying, they're a bit jacques in tone, okay. saying Frank Skinner said last night on Have I Got News View that he wasn't on Twitter. And he is. But we should we should say, you're not on Twitter. This is uh, Daisy's work and Charlie's work. Yes. Um, the show is on Twitter, isn't it? The show Frank is on, on Twitter, the radio. yeah. That's your... That's your yeah. handle, isn't it? I just yeah. won't have people calling you a liar, unless it's me. Um, okay. Lewis Bolton, excellent scene with Perkins with his head on the side asleep. Years of practice at primary school paid off. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly right. Oh, you put your heads on your desks, <laughs> did yeah, you? Yeah, we used to have this yeah. thing where she'd say, right, um, Miss Page, who had that, you know those ice cream cone breasts that, you, that, that uh, Madonna re- reintroduced? We are that. still on breakfast radio, are yeah. we? Yeah. Is that she, fine? She had that with a nylon jumper. You know those really pointy that you don't see anymore? She, I, I saw her opening letters once with her left hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. But anyway, she used to say, right, it's um, time for sleep, and we just used to put our heads <laughs> on the desk, on our arms, like that, and we basically went to that. sleep. They should do How that at work. I, d- I wonder if they were drugging us, but we all seemed <laughs> to go to sleep. School milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had school milk about half an hour beforehand. I wonder what was in it. Yeah, it, was, it did smell a bit funny, I must Cal say. Pulp. <laughs> Lovely. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I d- I'm not sure that was part of the official syllabus, the sleep. I don't, I don't know if it's still... They happened. just I'd couldn't like be bothered in Birmingham. If anyone, if there's any teachers um, uh, of the primary nature um, <laughs> listening, then... Uh, if you've got the sand out your clothes for this weekend... <laughs> Uh, do, do kids still have their afternoon sleep? I don't, oh, I know I don't. that. Uh, they don't at 
my kids' school because they come back really tired. My daughter's just lost out on a nap during see, the day. See, that's it, yeah. By going to school. But that scene where I'm sleeping, the director very sweetly said, uh, I'll I tell you what, take your cap off, Frank. I think, you, I think you should have one scene in the show when you don't have your cap on. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, lovely. Turned out a little better in the cap. What if I started wearing it all the time? <laughs> that's oh, that'd be good. Oh, pathetic. Would that be the most That pathetic? would be good. I'd like, like that. You start signing autographs. Frank Skinner, brackets, Perkins. Oh, if I'd come Perkins. in in the cap today and just not mentioned it, that I'm just going to wear this all the time. I bought the cap, I gave them eight grand for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, I think I might have peaked too early. Oh, I see. Oh. Do you think you'll get a role in Peaky Blinders now? Um, I... I well, we'll drive I self, we'll bring cap. I, I, yeah. You know, that's going to save them a few bob on the costume front. I think my yeah. manager found up, they said my accent was too realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are a bit, um, yeah. What's it, another, another walk down, literally a walk down memory lane I had this week. Oh, I was yeah. walking through the centre of uh, London, I don't know if you know that large conurbation in the south-east of England. Aware of it. And um, for the first time for, I can't remember how many years, my shoes were really hurting me. Mm. Oh. I, I, I properly uncomfortable shoes. Were they new? Were they... Well, they're just some shoes I've had for a while and haven't really worn. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. And uh, I Are thought. Are we talking uh, about the back area, the blister area? Just the whole thing. I felt like I was in a terrible clamp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, I just I'd forgot how it's one of the most awful things. Mm, Every... well, that might be an exaggeration. Oh, but I think yeah. it's right up there. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it is a bad thing. I'm you not can keep gonna... your international pandemics. <laughs> <laughs> It was one of those when I could feel the little toe was starting to get on the next toe's back. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Wow. That's a good look if you do that over the years. You end up with it properly, like, just yeah. lying on there. Oh, that's, no. That's not great, no, is was, it? I, it, it? Honestly, though, I'd forgotten. And it was also one of those... I don't know if any of our listeners... Well, some of you would live in London, some of you have been to London, but any big city, there was... I've never known such disrespect for flight path as there oh. was that night. People walking right across me. Mm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I tend to abandon shoes for that reason a lot of the time now. Well, you've gone to flats, haven't you? Have well, you not? Wow. Oh, did that, was that a temporary... Oh. Well... You see, the thing is, I've been meaning to talk to you about this and the no makeup thing. Why don't we come back for this in a minute? Because uh, I think this could be a long story (laughs) with uh, with quite a lot of confessional tone. (laughs) (laughs) The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Uh, Oh, this is, sorry, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. (laughs) You can text us on eight twelve fifteen if you like. Frank was just doing a bit of karate then. That's what the yeah was. Exactly. Just in case you're wondering, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. People must get bored of me saying that. Once an hour. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> if I said something to you once an hour, say if we're on holiday together, wouldn't it start to drive you crazy? Where are we? Hang on, I need more information. Tenerife. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um. Well, hang on, what week is it? Because I've, uh, I've got some stuff. I might have a scheduling clash. It used to be, uh, used to be a, a double act in, in the old days of Music Hall. Skinner uh, and Baddiel. Uh, before that. <laughs> even before them. And they used to do this sort of patter, and one guy would say, Oh, everything goes wrong for me. You, you take my holiday. The other one says, No, no, you take it. I haven't got time. <laughs> Excellent. I do like jokes. Excellent work. I don't. 
No, so you, you've given up on the flats idea. Well, I haven't I think, given up. I, think I, think I will get them out sometimes, but I've I just... I've heard that. Frank. Sorry. I was going to say you're better than that, but yes, no, I decided no, no. you're not. No. Um, I just sometimes, when I'm at a cocktail party, it's nice not to feel like a child up past its bedtime. Yeah. Because of my height restriction, I, I do understand. feel this. I thought you did attend quite a lot of cocktail parties <laughs> as a child, didn't you? So <laughs> I did. So it's probably a flashback <laughs> Mainly exclusively. I call that tea, cocktail <laughs> parties, when I was growing up. Um, so you're it, back in heels, basically. I wore heels, um, yeah, for a, for an event which I'm going to talk about later, which oh. I went to this week, which was the Infidel. Oh mm-hmm. yes, I look forward to hearing about that. And I I committed to heels. I wore heels through um, a Stratford shopping centre, patent Rupert Sanderson's, and it was fine. Okay, can you say Sanderson's again? <laughs> Sanderson's. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Stratford um, in the east of London yeah. or Stratford in the Stratford next to the A? East on? London. And you know what? It's not that bad, really. <laughs> do you know when actors say Stratford, you Ponovan? <laughs> oh, oh is that what they do? Alive, don't you? I love it. We know a few weeks ago I mentioned on the show that um, I'd bought a pair of trainers that were nine and a half and they were doing that classic thing of fitting in the shop but not for a full day. Nine and a half, lovely. I took them, I'm a ten really, I'm a ten really but I was hoodwinked in the shop and I took them to the cobblers to try and get them stretched which sometimes can just... Can that, does that work? Well it doesn't on these sadly so I'm now thinking that I could possibly wear these particular trainers just for stand-up comedy sets like I could put them on... I've got behind some, the stage. I've got some shoes that I would uh, only wear, like for a very short-term thing. Like that. I don't think I could do an extended set in them. Like if someone said, rather than twenty minutes, Alan, forty-five tonight, I'd have to go back to something else. <laughs> it's just you could, you ridiculous. Could, yeah, just write a bit of material that justifies taking your shoes. Oh, that I could do. Yeah, there you go. Sorted. Next. <laughs> It's become like a. I'm like an agony ant. <laughs> like a, some kind of agony ant. Uh, oh, I tell you what we need to talk about is Michaela Owen. <laughs> oh yes, yes. No, Michael Owen. Um, Brilliant. What's he done? Well, it's great. What it's has more he what, done? What well, I'll tell you what he's done. He he's got on the plane. I love he's tweeted. This. He's looked up. He's looked up and he said, "Watch this." Is what he tweeted. Watch my eighth film ever on the flight home. Must have been bored. Hashtag hate films. Yeah. Then he did a list. Which was brilliantly childish, which said, films I have been forced to watch, like he was seven yeah. years old. And this included, there was Seabiscuit. Mm-hmm. I, that, if, he'd, if he'd put, I've only seen one film, my first guess for Michael Owen would be Seabiscuit. <laughs> I, I don't even think I'd need him to finish the sentence, I would have gone Seabiscuit. Cincinnati Kid would have been my... <laughs> was it? Yes. Why? It's a big, uh, big gambling movie. Oh, really? He likes the GGs. Oh, yeah. He loves it. Didn't like him when he lost forty grand. Hey, <laughs> hey. Probably good for it though, isn't it? Well, so we should come back to this scale. because I have a theory about the sea biscuit thing, all, all on its all on its own. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're talking about Michael Owen's eight films, which someone on Twitter suggested that there should be a film festival set up just showing <laughs> Michael Owen's eight films. Well, he, he comes on and he's, yeah. in, he's interviewed by Barry Norman. Yeah, at the he talks, yeah, it'd be Norman get that gig, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, there's a few. There's a few candidates, but um, I, I did think about the, the Sea Biscuit thing. Reminded me, I read an interview with Sir Alex Ferguson, mm-hmm. uh, and he said. Uh, 
Oh, people think all I'm interested in is, is football. He said, you know, whereas they think uh, Arsene Wenger's like a professor, but he's watching the Bundesliga on a Tuesday night on Sky. He said, I've got many, many interests. My favourite film is Seabiscuit. <laughs> um, and I thought, I bet he's forced Michael Owen to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, I'll give, you, I'll give you a contract at Man United, but you're going to have to watch Seabiscuit, don't you? <laughs> All right. Oh, OK, if you have to. Yeah. The most interesting thing about this, well, maybe not the most, we'll find out, but interestingly, <laughs> um, heckling myself. Go on, be um, confident. A couple of months ago, I think it was, he actually was in the papers in an interview saying that he'd only seen five films. And I think mm. perhaps some of his friends have discovered that and said, oh, you should really watch more films. So now it's gone a bit more big that he's seen eight films. But in the intervening you think time. He's showing off. No, it's not even that. Just one of his films on the eight is not the film seven. Why hasn't he seen seven? If he's only seen eight films, why why isn't one yeah. of them seven? And then the next film he watched could be Fellini's Eight and a Half. I don't think it's he watched that, to be no. fair. <laughs> I think he might struggle. And I do like the fact that out of his eight films, about half of them, slightly more than half, are sport-related. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. I, they're good films, too. Some of them are great. You're uh, right, is that a bit cool, of banana cake? Cool Frank. Runnings. I've, I've read... I don't, I don't know Cool Runnings. I've, um... <laughs> I don't. I've, I've read, um... I don't know Cool Anything, let's face it. <laughs> I... But I, when I read it, I thought, well, I don't know why this is a bad thing. What, hashtag hate films? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is it about... It's just an extraordinary thing. Let me put it this way. Like hashtag but, hate. Let's funny. imagine if... Words. Let's imagine <laughs> if a film star, a male film star, was interviewed mm -hmm. and he said, oh, I've only ever seen eight football matches. Yeah. Hashtag eight football. No one would even turn a blind eye. So why is this different? Well. Discuss. <laughs> can you write on both sides of the paper? We can do. I don't know. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? It's, it's it, some people feel that films is something. Oh no, you've got yeah. to watch films. As else, I've read some stuff which is sort of based on that sort of thick footballer idea. Mm. Like yeah. only really bright people watch films. No, a lot of stupid people watch. Films. Mainly stupid people. <laughs> That's Let's not it. true. Well. There's mainly stupid people. No, so it depends it's just a on. The <laughs> <laughs> it depends it's on the film. It's just not prejudice. It's mathematics. No, I agree <laughs> with you. If someone's constantly saying she watched film, she goes to movie. I said it's great film. Yeah, we stayed in and watched the film. <laughs> <laughs> no, whereas Michael Owen is saying, no, I don't want to watch a film. I want to. I want to. No, do ga you gamble think for that's very exactly inordinately high odds? But that's oh, what okay. I mean. He's not substituting <laughs> it with something fulfilling. I want to buy my family a street. <laughs> You know, he did that. Did he do I that? I mean, come on, who needs a film if you can buy your family a street? Your own life is <laughs> so brilliant. amazing. Some he people did. are watching films about streets. Yeah, but how good were the houses? Imagine about, imagine the family member who didn't get the house, the oh. one that was next on the list. Oh, be awful. Yeah, oh. and he had to sit him down and say, sorry, it's a terrace, there's only, like, yeah, nine. Yeah, time, time, he'd be talking to one of the other family members just doing a ga granny flat. <laughs> can you do a granny flat at the end get me? No, I'm sorry, we're full up. <laughs> If one of them leaves, I'll be all the, all the other family members will be saying, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I was thinking it'd be nice to move down that area." <sighs> no, no, I, I don't think he's done anything wrong. What are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the films thing. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were discussing Michael Owen, who I think maybe 
slightly pulling our leg, you know, because I read the interview with the Guardian that uh, that he was oh, that he first said, "Oh, I've, I've done, I've seen five <laughs> films." I yeah. saw it in the sun. Yeah. It, the interview, I think, you know, where you get about one in three texts is basically someone saying Alan's boring and it's because they don't realise that there's a twinkle in my eye and that I'm doing it on purpose and that it's funny. I think we might not be getting the twinkle in Michael Owen's eye. The interview in The Guardian descended into him co- having a conversation about really strong cheese. <laughs> and he was going, unless it really stinks, I'm not interested, but that change has only happened in the last five years. <laughs> like, it's funny. I think he's being funny. And, I think Frank, he's probably being Michael Owen. Well, mm. I don't think we should shoot him down because I'm going to give I'm you a not. quote. Why they said, I'm some apologist. <laughs> Owen they apologist. said, I'll tell you why. Here it is. This is it. Okay. They said, do you laugh easily? And he said, and I'm quoting, Only I when love, I Alan Cochran. He said, I love, love a night out where there's a comedian. So there you go. Michael Owen is effectively keeping me in work, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's never been at any of my gigs that I know of, but well, he's I, welcome if I, he wants to email me. I'm totally with him on on, on this. I, I support his right to not like films. <laughs> I mean, they're a bit long for my clone. He never got through 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> of, um, this is a bloke who could pick up an injury on wrapping a galaxy. <laughs> so, I, you know, he's he's a delicate soul in many yeah. ways. But I think, why does he have to like films? Why is that... An, no, I think... Can I say, when I first started going out with Kath, mm. she... Uh, I'd only ever... She was uh, 29. She'd only ever seen one film in mm. her life. Mm. What wow. about that? <laughs> and it was, it was Rattle and Hum by, uh, by you 2 Oh, Whatever happened to them? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. be fair, she was forced to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> it just, she was watching the telly. just came on in the middle out of nowhere. No, but that's true. But uh, whilst I wouldn't... I wouldn't describe myself as full-on hashtag hate films. No. However, I do agree with him... Uh, with forced to watch because you know when you're forced to watch certain things it's normally with oh, a friend yeah. you'll lo- you'll love this those are the worst three oh. words that I can hear I had it with some friends <laughs> once you'll love this Donnie Darko I'm sorry mm-hmm. that was awful well I, I had I had a difficult Donnie was, Darko experience it was uh, the lighting <laughs> in Donnie Darko it was like some stupid GCSE project with a man in a rabbit costume and bad lighting it was awful mm. And I think the modern world has made that worse, hasn't it? Because you get people holding I out a phone know, and go... It hasn't reached me yet. <laughs> <laughs> people hold out a phone and go, oh, you'll love this. It only lasts three and a half minutes. And you think, <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> only? That's... And, and I've got to stand here whilst you laugh at it and then that, look at me wondering why I'm not laughing at it. That's, viral. That's why oh. they call them virals, because yeah. they, they, they're forced upon you like yeah. that against your will and then you have to suffer. Yeah. I just... I, I don't laugh out of spite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why, well, am I, why am I not that. surprised? Oh, it's in this, it's this, this Japanese guy. Oh, shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, have you seen this? It's salt in my pocket. <laughs> I had the arguably worse than forced to watch. My wife, you know when... Oh, I, I, I said, don't like the way this is going. Well, I said, oh, you make, you're making a tea? God, what I was said, he yeah. forced to watch? That's what we're all wondering. I said, yeah, I'll go and make a tea. And then she started to retell me... How much she'd enjoyed 24 hours in police custody, the, t- the BBC programme. Oh, not, not, Don't not. you say a word against that. She started to describe it in extreme it was, detail. It was a personal experience. <laughs> no, no, she t- <laughs> <laughs> she's gone straight now. She's really reformed. I'm glad to hear She's a reformed that. character. Um, in extremely boring, long detail, yeah, it's told me the whole programme. It is not boring. Well, I'm, I'm not going to watch it now because I feel like I've heard it. We don't want you with, with us on board. <laughs> 
in our club. I don't know why she told me it in such detail. <laughs> and then said at the end, you should watch it. I said, I don't feel like I need to now. I've, I've seen it. I've, I've, I said, yeah, see, people don't- I don't do that about football matches. I don't- <laughs> I never say, oh, so what happened? They kicked off and then there was a little- there was an interpassage of play in the middle, not much. It was a throwing out on the left. You'd never do that, but people no. who see films, they will give you the absolute- I'm going to the cinema this afternoon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to see? My brother-in-law... You know, my brother-in-law writes about nine projects a month. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's, What's he he's up got to a now? Film, he's got a film coming out, and so I'm going to see that. It's called... Uh, I'll tell you what show it's called. It's called War Book. Not Big Daddy, War Book. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, be, that's your role in my life. It's, one, it's one of those quite serious cinemas. It's that, you know, ones mm. where you have to stay for Is the, it what I call flap ja- Flapjack and Coffee cinema? Oh, yeah. Nice. But you know when you have to stay for the credits? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you stand up to leave and the people are sitting watching, read, they're reading at the end. If I want reading, I go to the library, not the cinema. I intentionally, Frank, get up and I go, come on, Gary, let's leave. <laughs> yeah. Just to show them. I start going, <laughs> and they do. They do give you a bit more space. No, I am looking forward to it, but um, I'm meeting Michael Owen outside at about ten. So <laughs> you better make it. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from eight a.m. on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the southeast on one hundred five point eight FM. Absolute Radio. I'm quite surprised nice. no one's ever wrong about that. Mm, <laughs> no, but honestly, just to say, would she be would interested in do session single? singing or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's, um... You really took it to church. That's what they're saying. <laughs> that's, what they're saying. <laughs> that's what the youth say, Frank. Yes, currently, currently more. Daisy was telling us that this is a popular phrase. Yeah, she that's what you say. You really took it to church. But well, you genuinely can say that, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Family. Yeah, I really took it to church. I said it to Gavin Henson. He just looked <laughs> miffed. Uh, good morning, Frank. Morning, Emily. Morning, Alan. Morning, all. This begins, Frank. For the past few weeks, you've morning. been looking for morning, an Peter. alternative way. You've been looking for an alternative way to end the show, an alternative to If the Creeks Don't Rise, etc. Mm. Could I suggest the following ending, paraphrasing from the closing scenes of the Doctor Who episode in which you featured last week? Well, I won't keep you. Goodbye. And he's put brackets readers. Good to meet you. It sounds a bit final, perhaps, but like you might have been hoping when the Doctor said these words to Perkins, maybe those words are not as final as they might at first appear. Also, there will be a weekly link to your episode and Doctor Who. Well, I know you'd like that. Yes, yeah. but there is an element of, I'm having that. <laughs> Somebody else wrote it <laughs> yeah. for you. Peter Capaldi says it, and I think, oh, I'm having that. Um, <laughs> with all due respect, but to hell with your no praise rule, credit where credit's due, we, my wife and daughters and I, all thought you were excellent. Best nuggets. Oh, nugget. Nugget, nugget. regular. Thank regular. You. Thank you, nugget. nugget. Um, yeah, I, don't, I also... I, I think there are people that, that can't cope with the Doctor Who-ness that's been on the show just lately. And I think right. if, it's, if it ends like it every week, mm. it's too much. They wouldn't know And also the writer, Jamie Matheson. Oh, yeah. It's his line. Good right. point. That doesn't yeah. stop some comics. Yeah. <laughs> I could know. Do the, what about that uh, when David Tennant um, was about to regenerate? And he said, I don't want to go. I could do that every week. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. 
Of course, there are weeks when I really want to go. Don't <laughs> <laughs> what about that? Yeah, there are weeks when you've already got the coat on. said as the doctor. Yeah. I was a bit needy. I didn't mm. think the doctor was like that. Yeah, well, he, um, he didn't want to go. Simple as that. Oh. Can mm. I say, I, don't, I never want to go, obviously. <sighs> you've got your outdoor coat on now, though. You've <laughs> 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 got your, your blinders cap on, and your Perkins cap. What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, that engine revving? <laughs> <laughs> That's my chauffeur. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Still in the corner, Frank. Still in the corner. This is um, an email from 618. Okay. B, she calls herself, aka 618. Hello, team. As a long time reader, new time correspondent, I thought I'd suggest a possible new ending. Yeah, we're still searching for an ending for the mm-hmm. show. To match the re-recording of the email corner jingle, I thought that it might also be time to re-record the friend of the show jingle. You oh. could replace the word friend with the word end, mm-hmm. and hey presto, you have a new way to say goodbye. So it would, f- it would go something like this jingle. End of the friend show. Of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Followed Sorry. simply by... End of the show. It would be like that. Yeah. We have to re-record it. Yeah, we have to re-record it. And then when you say, now get out. Oh, OK. Oh, oh, that's so gone as well. There you see, we've lost that as well. I know. Feel free to workshop this idea. I know. It's, uh, yes. It's... I, I used to, like, remember Dave Allen? Mm-hmm. At the end would say, Good night, and may your God go with you. I was, I was a bit like, heavy, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit heavy yeah, for 11 heavy, o'clock on a Saturday for, morning. For breakfast. Commercial seven. radio. Oh, that's heavy, is it? Yeah. OK, what well, do you want me to say? And may your science go with you. <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, what about a good day and uh, whatever you believe in, I hope it works out for you. What about that? Yeah. <laughs> no? Actually, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about Terrari Beat? Terrari Beat's good. Didn't yeah. you do that? I probably have done it in the past. It's just an ending. It's a bit um, Peaky Blinders, Terrari Beat, isn't it? Yeah. That's not lie. Hey, we've had a text message that I wanted to read to you, Frank, because I've, I, 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 I don't think I can be right. I think I'm wrong. But imagine if this is the case. Frank, you were wonderful on Doctor Who last week, though you did break my heart a little when you turned down the Doctor's offer. 674, brackets, a.k.a. Jenny. Close brackets. Now, that wouldn't be um, the Doctor's assistant in real life, would it? Is she called Jenny Coleman? No, she's called Jenna. Jenna. Oh, Jenna. All right, so I'm wrong. Jayco. He's got the name wrong. This is oh, awful. That's oh, fine, then, isn't it? No, dear. I thought she texted the show. <laughs> I was kind of excited. No, it would be exciting. You're it right. would, but it's yeah, but fine. how desperate are you trying to confuse Jenny with Jenna? I don't know her name. Maybe that's, she's, uh, that's become maybe, evident. Maybe it's a misprint on her part. Oh yeah, she might not be able to type her own name on telephone <laughs> text messages. Yeah, let's explain everything. It's <laughs> definitely her. <laughs> <laughs> Who else could it be? Is there any famous Jennies? Agatha. Yeah, could be her. <laughs> Possibly not. She's been hounding me for years. <laughs> Has she? Yeah. I said, well, well, Murray. Jenny Murray? It could be Jenny Murray. <laughs> of course. Now we're out there. That's right as well. Good luck, she good would, luck with um, the scarf. 
presumably Jenny Murray would be able to watch Doctor Who because she would have finished on Strictly at that point, or she would be about to do it, which whichever order it's in. No, she'd no, she'd finish Strictly. No, that's yeah. Judy Murray. I'm talking about Jenny Murray. Oh, my oh goodness. I've got the wrong. Yes, it's like working with two old men. It's like a stack. It is like working with two old men. You're like those. You know that is what it's like in the Muppet box. <laughs> I was, that's what this feels like. I must admit, I thought Judy Murray, but you know, there's parts yeah. of me that always thinks Judy Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've caused all this confusion. <laughs> That's the way we were. Well, it's my version. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I have another email to bring to your attention, Mr. Skinner. Uh, dear Peter, Ritchie, and Jim. <laughs> um, and that's quite good, actually, because that means that mm. with the rotating gallery of supporting artists, you can, uh, it's covered all the bases, hasn't it? Yeah, that's... In fact, uh, that, could go to any, that could go to any radio show that's on now, couldn't it? Really? Yeah. Just, you know, call them what you want. Yeah. Dear Peter Rich and Jim, <laughs> what did Frank think of the Rembrandt exhibition opening at the National Gallery last night, <gasps> brackets Tuesday the 14th, that's when it came in, Spotted. Uh, I spotted him prowling around the coat check, looking either moody or pensive, <laughs> and I was too scared to ask which. Uh, what no, no, it's around the coat check. Loitering, Sorry, loitering at the coat check. Um, I don't. This is one of these things that people say to me. They say, uh, "Cheer up, Frank." Oh. But if you walk around smiling all the time, <laughs> people think that you are a little bit troubled. If you know what I mean. <laughs> So, Ironically, whereas if you don't, people think that, you're troubled. Who is that from, please? Um, it's uh, from Samuel, who says, No night's move from me, happily shacked up, but if Emily ever fancies a platonic visit to an art gallery, let me know. I bet you do. I bet it's, it's, it's Samuel Anderson who plays Danny Pink in uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, I was about to, to say that. To <laughs> I was about to say that. It's a certainty. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was. Uh, I went to see uh, Rembrandt The Light Works. It was called. Okay. Oh, and right. uh, it was uh, it was brilliant. Um, it was, but I'm glad he never painted me because I tell you, and I'm old enough. Um, <laughs> he doesn't do the most flattering filters, does he, Rembrandt? Well, it uh, it was. Uh, He's it, no Instagram, is that? No. What you're do you know that one um, uh, woman bathing in a stream, and it's a sort of woman um, with a with a dress pulled up and a sort of a feet in the water. Mm. Oh yeah. And I was looking at that one, and I suddenly you said to him, well, I said to him, is it all right? Queen. Is it all right to think great legs about someone who died in the 17th century? <laughs> <laughs> is that morally acceptable? It's probably fine, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. It seems a bit It's not weird. doing her any harm, is it? No, no, but, you know, you've got to respect the dead. <laughs> Why? Can't objectify Why? Them. You're right, yeah. They've had their... They had a good innings. They're dead, didn't they? <laughs> I yeah. think it's a lovely tribute. Her legs will live on after her death. I think it's partly because my feet were absolutely killing me at the time. I was just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you had the wrong shoes on. Jealous yeah. that she was barefoot. Oh, barefoot. How lovely was that? To be honest, this yeah. whole chat's making me feel a bit like Michael Owen. I'm like, hashtag eight pictures. I'm not, I'm not, I've not seen that much. You know what? That thing Frank says reminds me of that new dad thing when they see, let's call them intimate moments between couples mm. and they say, oh, that bed looks comfy. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, it's uh, the uh, it's great because it was the uh, the opening of the of the, uh, of the exhibition, oh. and so it's not you've got all the, the art contacts it's, now. It's a mm. lot of um, fa- I mean, posher people than you've ever met. I mean, people oh, from you say that. people oh. from not perhaps not you, <laughs> but even it's a different type of posh. Though oh. it's people from the planet posh. I mean, oh yeah, you know, 
Rem- I thought Rembrandt the light works. When they say the light works, they're discussing the electrics <laughs> at home. They were really beyond posh, but all very nice. And something I... And it really occurred to me that Rembrandt's full name is Rembrandt van Rijn. Mm. And what they should have done is they should have had a quick... They should offer a quick tour around it called Van Rijn's Express. Mm. What do you think? Okay. You're both looking at me like I've said two things you don't understand <laughs> instead of just I don't, one. I don't get it. There's Von Ryan's Express, do you know that film? No. What I like about live radio is... <laughs> in, if this was on telly, the public would never get to hear it. <laughs> and then they, it's out there now, And then it? they build me up and they, they think I'm perfect, but well. this way I stay human. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, think, I think that's the way forward for glad, us all. Glad to help. Cheers. <laughs> I'm going to have a hot shower, I think. <laughs> Listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. We haven't had many texts today. We are. It's, we have. It's a bad sign. Follow the show on Twitter. <laughs> I think I peaked. I peaked last week. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the via the the ARW. Can I just say, some of the texts are still praising your appearance as Perkins, and I know you don't like praise. Oh, well, I love, I love praise. You don't like praise. it. I like the fact you invented that we hadn't had many texts, and then you decided <laughs> it's a bad sign. <laughs> what does that say? Welcome to life with Frank Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm still reeling from Van Ryan's Express. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it is. It is. I'm, I'm in sh- I feel like I've been hit by Van Ryan's Express. <laughs> <laughs> so... I had quite a busy week this week. Oh. I know you thought it was all about you, but it turns out I was invited to something. <laughs> which was... You do get invited to quite a lot of things. I do, pretty mm-hmm. much every night. Um, sorry to those I turned down. Uh, I went along to the opening it's a small night... group. <laughs> ..of our friend, our dear friend David Baddiel. Yes, well, I, couldn't, I couldn't go. I, uh, I had other work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did go. It was the opening night of The Infidel... And and it's a musical now. We should establish it is. It. Yes, it was a, a film. Now it's a musical. It's in Stratford East as a theatre. And um, I'll tell you. Well, firstly, when I first arrived, I mean, I I spotted some famous faces in the foyer. Uh, Howard Jacobson. Okay. Sasha Baron Cohen. Was uh, a theme. No. There was a bit of a theme. Well, in fact, it's funny you should say that because when I was sitting down and Martin, are you familiar with Martin, who is celebrity TV man? Of course, he, he did. He did my television. Well, he did mine. Still, I snuck in under I'm the still wire. Paying off the mortgage. <laughs> I feel like a civilian in this chat now. What, Martin what is, is celebrity um, TV man. He does the televisions for all the celebrities. Right. So if you were one, he would do your telly. That you. sounds like it's a big if, but I, I think I'd probably still just go to like a shop. I think you probably go, would. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm on about if you're not obsessed with money, this is a bloke you go to. <gasps> I'm not obsessed with money. <laughs> oh, God, don't get ugly. Uh, so, anyway. He's a tech support. Is that what Ma- he offers? He no, offers tech support. No, he so he comes along and puts your comes telly. In and it's around sound and everything. Right. Anyway, so oh, Martin. Okay. I'm not sure we should be dwelling on him. No. So, Martin <laughs> came over to me. He's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. He came over to me and he said, oh. Hi, Emmy. Um, he said, um, have you met, introduced this sort of slightly elderly couple? Okay. And I don't know why. It seems rather very nice, but I was in one of my funny moods, and I said, I would get up, but I'm wearing heels. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Which was sort of meant to be a joke. And yeah. she was said, oh, you poor thing. 
<laughs> so then I felt terrible. That's that's quite. Was she being super ironic or just? I nice? hope so. I love her if she was. Yeah. Then Martin said something. He said, um, first of all, he said Emily's a friend of David's, and I thought. Is that a euphemism for being Jewish? Is that like friend of Dorothy, <laughs> friend of David? Okay. But then he said to the man, "You probably know her. She does Frank's show." To which the man said, "Oh yes, I watch it every week." Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that was awful. Oh, I wonder if she, who did she? Yeah, who's on screen? I probably think some some floor manager who gets into view occasionally on Room One Hundred and One. Uh, I watch it every week. Oh. Because there were others <laughs> present, I styled it out. No, good on you. I said, oh, great. I wasn't about to say I'm not as famous as you think I am. Mm. Well, a, a member of the cast of Infidel in the past said to me, oh, I'm watching your show the other week and it was, it was great. That when you interviewed blah, blah, and it was clearly Graham Norton. And I pointed it out. <laughs> I pointed out, I said, that's, that's Graham Norton. And she went, no, no, no. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to uh, correct oh, her. Oh, no. Uh, I should say at this point, the Infidel was marvellous. And you should. Well, no, I will say it. I want to say it because it's one of those things. Where it's always nerve wracking when it's a friends thing, isn't it? You think, mm -hmm. I hope this is all right. I'd already had the Doctor Who concern. Yes. Thankfully, that went off well. Um, no, it was excellent. But two from two. Now we've got the good. positives out the way. With I recommend it. Go and see it. However, Aldi, can we leave? Oh, what I want to do is I want to leave that. it here <laughs> and then play some music. Just, um, just so that Dave will be in terrible paroxysms <laughs> of doubt. Leave him on the rack. As to what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> this is what friends are all about, oh, yeah. isn't it? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now then, you love the infidel bot. I love the infidel, uh, but I got I picked up my ticket, so I was behind Alexi Sale in the queue. Oh, okay. And if there's one thing you don't want to see on a ticket, on a theatre ticket, it's the words upper. Okay. Any other ticket, fine, but not on a theatre ticket, because that means you're up in the gods. Yeah. The student digs. So I kept my eye out to see where Alexi Sale was going, if I'm honest. He's a, well, oh, He's a friend what, of David. Oh, aren't we all? He's a friend of David. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. I'll, I'll move back slightly from the microphone. Anyway. <laughs> well, we moved out of the studio, practically. <laughs> so, um, I thought, it can't, it can't be that high. So, I made my way up the stairs. Alexi Sell goes into the dress circle. Mm-hmm. That's not a good moment for me. <laughs> I wasn't happy about that. Um, there was a man there. He said, oh, it's another couple of flights. Couple. Wow. Couple of flights. And you had the heels on, did you? Well, it was less the heels, more my self-respect. Another couple of flights, he said. You don't want to be perspiring and have, like, cramp ache when you I get to the top. don't want people to see me sitting right in the gods. <laughs> oh, right. I kept I walking. I was so high. I'm honestly not exaggerating. I wish I'd taken a picture. I expected to see Dynamo at the top. <laughs> right. It was, it was, there was layer upon it. It was like mezzanine upon mezzanine. Eventually wow. I get there. I was slightly out of breath. Okay. I get there. Um, it's high. I've got slight vertigo. Less oxygen line. up there as well. I had a lovely view of the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, shand I look in a chandelier. In I a didn't theater. feel so bad because um, there was a couple of other celebrities in the upper section as well. <laughs> I you noticed. You're going to name them. Let uh, me guess. Jessica Hines. Oh. Mm. Uh -huh. She made it into the upper as well. Uh huh. Wolf from Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> Wilf, I can't but remember. I should say well. at this point, I think David would have been absolutely multiplicado <coughs> had he known that I'd been given those seats. Fortunately, he'll never know because I'll obviously never say anything. No, no you're right to keep it quiet. 
But I love the infidel. It's fantastic. But don't, but don't sit in the upper circle. Oh, if I, you're a friend of David's. All right. Yeah, you need to add that if, otherwise, yeah. the stuff. No, you can sit in the upper circle, but not on an opening night when Alexi sails below you. Mm. Yes, I can. Uh, I suppose there's so many um, celebrities there. Mm. Yeah, packed. There uh, were. Jay Ro- Rowe was there. Jay, oh, uh, uh, Jonathan, right, I, yeah. I thought you actually meant J Lo. I mean, that's. A Jay. I thought you meant J.K. Rowling. J Lo, that's, uh, that's two seats gone already. <laughs> 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 no, well, I've heard it was a glorious success. It was. Which is uh, that, that, copies that, of the parent agency available in the foyer. What the the children's book? Yes. Oh, oh, God, no excellent. opportunity missed. <laughs> and you see those work because we've plugged it again. Yes. Same with it. Yep. yep. Sharp as a knife. On the merch. Sharp as a knife. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, on your little show, have I got news for you? Yeah, it's not really mine. I was just pop- passing through. Guest host. Yeah, you mm. pop up though. Been on everything, well, honey. Yeah. Sharp about it. Doing the news tonight. <laughs> He says shut up about it, he loves it. <laughs> no, I shut do. up about it. I do. I'm, not, I'm not actually presenting the main news. No. Um, Imagine uh, if you turned up on the news. Just do some Vox Pops <laughs> in the street. I would absolutely love that. Imagine <laughs> the shock and you didn't tell us. That was your new job. I'm, re- I'm reporting live from Gateshead. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the binge drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there was no reference made to it being just said, Frank Skinner, live from Gateshead. <laughs> It'll just say that and I just did the report. They never say anything about it. So I do a completely straight report. Obviously, people in the background going, going, <laughs> <laughs> Legend, Frankie. Anyway, you, I noticed you were talking last night on the show about this character who's been logging his sneezes. Yes. And I've been rather fascinated by him myself. Yeah, a man who just decided that he was going to make a note of every sneeze he did and where he did it and what Mm. he was doing at the time and what was the strength of the sneeze. And he's logged thousands. He's recorded 4,000 times in seven years. If you want to look at it, it's, uh, his website is at symbol, C-H-U, at chew.com. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's not, it's not, I made it up. Oh. It's not that. <laughs> well, it is good. Oh, it someone is should good. do that. It is good, but not his. You'd have a nice little line of work in domain names. <laughs> yeah, I think I could do that. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Extra. <laughs> um, so he sneezes about one and a half times a day. Is that all? He worked out, which I don't think is very much. Yeah. No, but, I mean, there'll be days when he does a lot and days when you don't yeah, know Yeah, those, those little bursts that I don't know, along. I don't log mine, so no. I'm guessing. Me neither. And but he has ways, like he'll say, moderate to strong <laughs> in the spare bedroom. Yeah, No wonder he's in the spare bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah those uh, are pastimes. I, I, there's something compelling about the idea, though. I mean, I don't know how often I'd sit and read back through it, through those journals. Mm. No, but he's in a very good place if he's ever accused of having committed a silent crime, isn't he? <laughs> like, he's got, he's got proof. I, I think you'll find that I didn't steal the Elgin marbles that night because <laughs> I was sneezing in a restaurant in Leamington yes. Spa. I believe Geoffrey Archer had diary-based proof. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... I, I, don't, I don't think it works. Doesn't no, count just writing much. like oh, that. All right, fair enough. Like with December the third, bought this diary. That's <laughs> <laughs> where he give the game away. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Um, I'm thinking I might start doing. I might start logging my blinks. Oh right, yeah. I think that's a that's a real that's the test of staying power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you it's imagine? It's going to take ages. <laughs> Especially if you're doing the news as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, can you imagine how much I'll be blinking in Gateshead? <laughs> People throwing stuff and <laughs> shouting. 
Yeah, having to pull girls' to skirts down who are lying on the floor <laughs> to cover themselves. Oh, come here, love, showing... Oh, dear. Hey, come... Can't you help her? Can I say? Walking around like I that. can imagine you getting a bit nasty in the last few minutes before you would do. Come on, Frank, we're coming live to you in like okay, 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah. Can you give me, just give me some space, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> You'd get a bit Russell Cover Grant. Cover her up. <laughs> Told you that. Okay. Can you get her into a skip, that woman? You keep a journal, don't you? But you don't keep a log of sneezes or any of that sort no, of stuff. No, no, I do keep you? a journal of, you know, stuff like Did Doctor Who. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I in the journal? Yeah, you've been in my journal have many I? times. Yeah, oh, I'd love you to all read have. It. I think everyone oh, wow. here has been in the journal in some capacity. That's exciting. Maybe isn't not it? the staff, but certainly the <laughs> on air people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I log every error. <laughs> you, can trust, you can trust me on that. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. So I'm I'm not I haven't put pen to paper on this yet, but the other day I said to my wife, I'm gonna get some sausages. I'm gonna go and make some sausages, you know, cook them. Mm. And she went, Again? Like I'd had sausages too recently. Have you got a sausage log? I might have to start sausage keeping log. a sausage log because even just in the last now, week. If anyone's listening to this on a ba- on bad reception, they're gonna send you a Dax hunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. gonna be embarrassing. Well, I'd had a few chilli ones, you know, the ones with a bit of spice. Yeah. I'd had some of those the day before, and, in fact, the day before that. And How many are you said, averaging a day, the sausages? Well, well, for me, a portion of sausages is three for myself. Yes. But, mm. like, the kids have, I don't know, one or one and a half, and then, you know, then I start grazing into theirs. And yeah. then And then the next day, I opened the fridge when I was making a cup of tea and there was a cold sausage in there and I turned around from the fridge eating a a cold sausage and my wife went, predictable. So Uh, I think think she's a bit worried about my sausage intake. Yeah, log your sausages, that'd be good. (laughs) You think? Is that weird? I'll tell you what I have thought about logging, seriously. Um, Every year, flying ant day. Flying oh, ants. Yeah. You know that day when it's apt that the air is thick with flying ants. Yeah, but you've got a bit of an obsession with insects at the moment because you're yeah, like garden of yours. getting bitten. But have you ever noticed that fly? You, yeah, I do know. I do. I'd know like them. to know if that happens on the same day every year. Is, mm. is it like Christmas or Easter for the flying ants? Do they move it about? You know, to make oh, it. Oh yeah. Do they, is it always on a Thursday, like a general election? <laughs> 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 I can't remember now, but I wish I had logged, say, the last well, let's be, say forty flying ant days. That might uh, be worth starting. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start. Uh, if anyone, I'm, if anyone listening keeps a flying ant day log, <laughs> let us know. Let us know if there's any trends. I have a friend who writes his car miles in a little notebook for his... Wow. Because uh, he's self-employed. Have you got his uh, number? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't do that. I, don't, I, I think I'm meant to, but I don't. I, I might log out every time the bread gets passed to me in a smart restaurant and I say, thank you, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I imagine that's quite That's seven lot. times a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask a question? How often do you... Um, oh, wa- God. How often, yeah, do you wa- is... how often do you wash your ears? Oh, what inside? Inside. Uh, well, as as you know, I um I didn't go in in area for the whole of August because I went away to the Edinburgh Festival mm. and I came back and I um I think yeah I think I went six or seven before I put put a cotton bud in there. Yeah, but weeks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But you, yeah. the beautician does that. 
okay, fair Staff. enough. You, got, Staff. you get people in. Yeah, I get someone in. You see, I, I, I made a sort of a um, New Year's resolution that it wasn't on New Year, because I never, ever clean mine. I always think that hair washing, or that they'll get enough residue mm. to keep them in. Yeah. And uh, now I've, um, I've lapsed, and I, I was thinking, what about this? It'd be good to log, is what my point, and mm -hmm. then you know how, how often you know you, you should be doing it. But I was wondering if I would be more inclined to do it if I broke it up a bit and did one ear one day, yeah, and then another ear another day, yeah, and it's, it's I, a bit imbalanced, I know. Well, it's only I think it's, it's, would that be would, would I've never met anyone who, who does one ear at a time. Why is it that we feel we have to do both ears? <laughs> <laughs> well, why is that? If you do the house, you might say I'll do the garage today, and I'll do the you know the spare room in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. What I don't see any. If there's anyone um, listening, if you could hear me with your filthy wax, <laughs> <laughs> filthy ears, um, who, who washes their ears on different days? I'd love to hear from you because I'm, I, I think I'm going to start doing that, and I think it'll make me more um, more clean. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We got a text in from a specialist nurse in ear care. Oh. Uh, it Here was regarding. We go. <laughs> <I might say. laughs> Brilliant. Lovely. <laughs> Probably the worst thing to put down your ear would be a cotton bud. What about a needle? You just push. <laughs> don't be silly. Okay. You just push the wax down. <laughs> Fur the wax down further yeah. impacting it, and then mm. the little fibres of cotton wool build up with it, too, forming a nice plug, which I then have to come along and sort out okay. as a specialist nurse in ear care. Yeah. She personally does that. I don't use a cotton board. I just use the flannel. Finger on the flannel. Hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. Thanks. What about house <laughs> keys? What about house I'm keys? That. That's what I'm thinking, isn't it? I'm having that. What about house keys? Is that not all right? House Every key, now and no, again, flannel, no. just, you know, the end, not the key bit, the actual... I find if you unravel a bit of the, uh, the toilet roll in a... And you oh, get that yeah. sharp corner on the cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> that can take out one of the big, the bigger wads. Yeah, when I came back from Edinburgh, I just unrolled a paper clip and stuck it in and pulled it out like a cork. Can I say, if there's any children <laughs> listening, that was a joke. <laughs> don't don't fine, stick... Uh, I, I didn't know that about cotton buds, but don't, don't stick... Um, don't yeah, stick that is bad, the cotton ears. buds thing. Apparently no. they clean themselves anyway, that'd be interesting to know, because I was told... No, that that's matey, themselves. you've got mixed up with matey. Oh, yeah, yeah, my washes the bath as well as cleans your thing. OK, mm. well, thanks for that. Um, mm. We've also had a text suggesting uh, a different ending for the show. I like this one. Uh, Hi, all. I think I have a solution to your need for a new ending. I'm sure Frank will remember Hill Street Blues. That immediately makes me think of my mum. My mum loved Hill Street Blues. It's a jungle out there. And the line no. used by the captain after each week's briefing when he said, hey, 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 let's be careful out there. That's what he said all the time. Okay. I remember that. The great thing was that he changed the tone and inflection every week, so whilst the viewer knew what was coming, there was still an amount of intrigue about exactly how the line would be delivered. Did you say <coughs> intrigue? Yeah, I got a slight cough in <laughs> my throat. Did you hear that? He was having digestive <coughs> issues. <laughs> it's very it's weird. Very embarrassing. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm back. It's my own voice again. <laughs> intrigue. There was still an amount of intrigue about how exactly the line would be delivered. So there we go. 
Okay, what is it? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 let's be careful out there. Well, maybe I'll try that. Okay. We can't just stick, oh, I'm having that with his line. You've got to come no, up with yeah, your own. Apply. What about well, a job like that could change a man? Maybe <gasps> I'll... Oh. Yeah. oh. What about if I combine both of these texts and say, hey, 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 be careful in there? As a sort of a here, a health warning. <laughs> Lovely spontaneity oh, it's yeah. going to have. Yeah, I, I'm going to look forward to that every <laughs> week. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We are going to discuss something in a second, but there's an email just come in. Long-time reader, first-time writer. Only the ear conch should be cleaned. The conch. The conch, yes. Mm. Leave the hearing tube alone, exclamation mark. It's got a cleaning mechanism. Tiny hairs on the surface of the skin cells which move the dirt outwards, which can be damaged with regular use of whatever you stick into it. Okay. You know, for example, cotton yeah. buds or car keys. Hear that, kids? Then, then you're stuck with a lifelong of, of life of long cleaning, so you've got to do it. Once you start doing it, you've got to do it. It's so like uh, Quentin Crisp's uh, room. You don't dust it, and after four years it doesn't get any dirtier. Is that? Yes. Mm. It's very like that. Mm. Now, uh, we need to talk about um, the woman <laughs> in uh, Plymouth who phoned the police um, saying oh, there was yeah. a crocodile in her garden. I feel sorry for her. I feel Can sorry for her. Can I say I sympathise with is... her because she sounds even more hysterical than me. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, but also it is a terrifying looking thing yes. that was in her garden. It isn't like it doesn't look like a toy, does it? It's not like a teddy. No, if it'd been a teddy and she thought that was a crocodile, <laughs> I yeah. thought she was a Well if she'd phoned up and said there's a bear in my garden and it was just a teddy bear yeah, I mean, like, with its hand in a honey pot or something. Yeah, but what about when I thought a black V neck jumper was a skunk? <laughs> Did you? Yes. Did you? I just always think everything is an animal. Because, I mean, you know my default setting is hysteria. I, I, every day of my life, I walk down the stairs of my duplex and I go, ah! Because you think I a... think it's something. I think an animal's got me. I shouldn't have bought you that fox cushion <laughs> I bought you. It's been fooled by that. <laughs> so she crocodiled 999. Very good, yes. And uh, and they came along and uh, and blew it up. No, they didn't. It was, it was already... Inflated. It, it arrived with riot shields, which yeah. I found rather <laughs> extraordinary. Well, can you imagine, though, if you got a phone call would. that said yeah. there's, a, there's a crocodile in my garden? I mean, it, they, they took people from the zoo. If it had been a real one, mm -hmm. it's no good turning up and saying, that's enough of that, sir. Move <laughs> along now. I mean, you're going to have to have some proper tools. Mm. I'd have took a baseball bat. <laughs> I'll tell you what I would have done. I'd, I'd have said, <laughs> said to the police, can you come round and deal with this crocodile and make it snappy? Very good. You would have done that joke I as well. I actually would have done that. And the police would have said, I'm having that. Well, just to lighten... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just um, to lighten it a do bit. Do you ever, when you see clothes, if you have them hanging or over the chair like you, you have in the shape of the Keep Britain Tidy Man, don't yeah. you have a little mm. man figure over your chair? If I see clothes and I wake up in the night, I always think it's a murderer. Really? <laughs> mm, always. Even if he's... And, I know why would a murderer wear a pink silk dressing gown, <laughs> but I still think someone's got in. He might like that. Mm. Yeah, it could be uh, uh, if, he, if he was a uh, sleepwalker. Yeah. <laughs> sleepwalker murderer. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a pink, pink, uh, maybe a gay sleepwalker murderer. Do you remember that case? No. I think it might have just been in my head. No. Yeah. Um, well, that's be warned. But yeah. this woman's He's lucky she's only got one crocodile in there because uh, we quite often have a pair of crocs in the garden. The oh, kids just take them off what? and leave them. There you what? go. Crocs. Well, well we, can't, crocs. We, can't, we can't follow that. <laughs> Thank you uh, so much for listening today. Um, um, oh, God, how are you going to do it? Oh, I don't want to go. 
Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience.